Welcome to Mental Conversations, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. Um, my name is Chris Sutton and I'm excited um, because today I am joined again by Claire Smith. Claire is a health coach who helps people uh, to get over chronic health problems and reclaim their health by using diet, lifestyle, mindset, herbs and bodywork. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming back. Um, you're brave. You've come back. <laughs> <laughs> Not scared off the first. No, I've, I've done quite. I'm actually quite proud of that. Secretly. Um, so for this show, um, we're going to focus on the primary aspect of your work, which I've nicked from your website, um, which is working with people who are frustrated with their health and their um, and their life by looking to take responsibility um, through of the, about their happiness and wanting to be guided back um, to living a full and uh, sorry a life full of vitality and possibility i like that I like vitality that. and possibility yeah keeps it open doesn't it yeah open and energized exactly so you said to me you met you text me and you said so how do small daily habits to look after your body make a fundamental difference to your mental well-being and i was like i like that so tell me about that. how do you do that the idea of it comes down to you know, if, if you're struggling with mental health, it's it's a very overwhelming task to know where to start with it. You know, you're you're in an emotional state or a reactive state, and you're overwhelmed by those emotions. So you go and um, and there's a lot of talking therapy around mm -hmm. mental health, and that talking therapy is hugely valuable, and it keeps you in your head. And it's very much about um, intellect and thought and uh, working it through and understanding, which is great. Mm -hmm. And yet it overlooks the decisions that you're making every day and the choices that you're making and what you're doing. And things like getting to bed at a, the right time or the same time every night can have a fundamental difference to the way your brain repairs. Okay. And the, the mental rest that you have and the thoughts that you'll then go on to have the next day. Yes, as I a, like as this. Like a little example. Okay, no, I like this. The reason I like this is, um, you know, it's one of those things where um, if you can grab hold of something because you understand it and you um, something resonates with you, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. So, like, um, I've, I like the way you've explained that because... When I first went to a psychotherapist, as well as uh, being really flippant because I was very nervous and saying, it's going to be all right, you've got a beard. Um, you know, <laughs> it's always it's just reassuring. She was a lovely lady. <laughs> but like, no, no, his name was Ben. He was a very nice man. Um, but that, that was literally my first... He, he said to me after like our fourth session talking therapy, he said, Chris, you cannot intellectualise your way out of this. I'll never forget those words. Because firstly, I was thinking, thank God for that, I'm not very intellectual. <laughs> but, but, but no, but, but actually, genuinely, my thought was, yeah, I am. Yeah, I can. That's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read loads of books. And he was saying to me, what do you like doing? Because mm -hmm. I was struggling with depression at the time. He said, what do you like doing? And I said, I like playing golf and I like doing yoga. Mm -hmm. And he went, go and do that. Mm -hmm. Don't read loads of self-help books. Don't." And I was thinking... What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to go and I'm going to go and fix myself. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'm a doer. Let yeah. me do. Yeah. I don't want to be. Let me at it. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the, I love this thing. Hey, we're human beings, not human doings, yeah. man. <laughs> love that. Um, no, I really, I genuinely do like that. Um, okay, so one of the things that I find, um, I don't know if I'm doing this in the wrong order, but one of the things I find difficult is that there are, I'm assuming you would be able to list, you know, several or or maybe dozens of different aspects of your life then that you can actually look into making tweaks and uh i'm just building you up there for yeah, what yeah. you're going to say later <laughs> <laughs> um like little tweaks that the little changes um so give me an, give me a couple more examples of what kind of things people could do then well if you think about your what you do on a well i'll, I'll start from my uh, system that I have which is six steps so you have the schedule that you keep yep. the nourishment that you put in your body how well you can cleanse and detoxify or how much toxic thoughts or chemicals you've got how well you can take your observed position and master your mind what your body's doing, how well it's aligned and do you know what you enjoy and if you have those six areas it helps you know that you might have a great schedule, but if your diet is full of junk food, it's probably not going to help you. Mm -hmm. Where it comes into daily habits is that the things that make the biggest difference, and often when people try to get healthier, they set themselves a marathon to run, or they think they have to um, get fit. Whereas when you're looking after your dental health, flossing every day, is the thing that makes the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. It's not going and um, getting your teeth cleaned by a hygienist, although that's part of the six monthly plan. Yeah, okay. It's, it's what do you do consistently on a daily basis that's part of your schedule? Do you um, get up at erratic times? Do you get up early enough? Do you get up too early? Um, what do you do when you get up? Do you go straight onto your mobile phone? Yeah. Um, so one of the like high performance habits that uh, you know is very big in it, the executive world at the moment is you do not pick your phone up within the first hour of getting out of bed. Your mind is your own. You reclaim your agenda and increase your productivity by thirty percent by not doing that. Really? Is that a, wow? I mean, I, I I could just imagine that sending a shiver down people's spines in terms of. I bet most people actually look at their phone during like in the middle of the night if they wake up you know like let alone not in you in the first yeah, I'm hour stuck. what shall i do oh scroll you know yeah yeah and then um, and we're such dopamine junkies we're talking about mental health yeah so if you are kind of thinking right what shall i do i can't sleep or um i'm dysregulated today right i'll go and scroll and scroll and scroll i'll get my dopamine hit i'll check i'll watch a cat video and do all these things you're just feeding into your brain chemicals that you're then imbalancing yeah because it's very stimulating so one of the one of the obstacles i've found is that quite often if you do multiple things and make multiple changes you don't know what's made the difference agreed um but having said that i think that in the first instance the fact that someone thinks to actually make a change mm -hmm. is a very, is a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. The fact that it even comes into your head, oh, I'm not happy. You know, it, 
because because this isn't just for people who are struggling with depression or something you know this could be for someone who's just kind of wanting to improve their positive mental yeah. position you know yeah, absolutely. so it's like okay well I've identified that I want to do something about it so great you've got that motivation mm -hmm. okay well where do I look first mm -hmm. um, and I think that quite a lot of people will have an, an idea naturally to start with where they could in inverted commas improve mm -hmm. you know there'll be things you know you're not great at that you can do better but I think one of the key aspects of it I'm speaking personally really diet wise for example I go through periods like waves of eating well and then waves of really not eating well mm -hmm. but actually that's a relatively new thing for me the even having the waves of eating well <laughs> and, and but I have noticed a difference in the way I felt yeah you know and it but it isn't in necessarily instantaneous it might be a couple of days later yeah and you know, and again, I'm, you know, just opening myself up to be the one not ridiculed, but uh, where people might go, yeah, Chris, that's obvious. I never really noticed it before, mm -hmm. you know, how much eating that 10th Jaffa cake might actually make a difference to how I feel the next day yeah. and to my mood. Absolutely. You know? One of the things I get people or clients to do is keep a food diary where they self-calibrate. So they will eat a meal. And then an hour or two afterwards, they will check in on their moods and their emotions and their sensations in their body. And just, without judgment, they will keep track of, well, that's interesting. I really dropped my energy levels the afternoon today and I just went and binged on loads of chocolate or I had loads of crisps. Or, um, and when they notice that they do that, but actually on the day that they... Uh, have a, an extra snack or they have a more of a protein based lunch on the days that they do that they feel better in the afternoon so mm. they don't get the dip and they don't get the snack yeah and they're like right okay and it, it's that feeling we don't realize how much control and empowerment we actually have yes over absolutely our state. absolutely and it's not just about like turning your brain around like you think differently just <clears throat> don't think like that just think positively and it it's as above so below and as below so above mm -hmm. if you if your body is regulated because you've um, got a rhythm in your day and you've eaten in such a way that your blood sugar is stable and you're well hydrated your ability to think and your ability to observe and your ability to make good choices and feel good at the end of the day is much much greater yeah Okay, say that last bit again. Your ability to make good choices. Make good choices. Okay, because so one of, so one of the things I put in in my notes around around having this conversation was, how do you know if you're being successful? You know, what are the what are your measures? Because I always one of my kind of stock expressions is is around setting a you know it is around goal setting mm -hmm. and is around like we we talked about it last time we 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 met around. You know, knowing which, knowing what the goal is that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So, so where's the journey? Where's the end of the journey? And then, um, I love this expression you used about self-calibrating along the way, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I always say, you know, if you're going to come to 
a session around mental health or if you're going to focus on X, Y, Z, if or if you're going to take this magic pill and you're going to, but your expectation is that you're going to be skipping along the street happy, mm-hmm. that isn't going to happen. Yeah. You are setting yourself up to fail. So there is a sense of actually let's set a realistic goal for yourself or with someone's guidance, with someone's help. But then you can do these different aspects of things. But I like that last thing you said about it. It actually, the fact that changing your diet or changing your sleep pattern or changing what exercise you do or changing how much you help others or changing how you um, use um, gratitude. Or how much time you're spending doing golf and yoga. Yeah. How much, so changing those things Mm -hmm. actually have an impact in the decisions and the choices you make Mm -hmm. because they put you in a frame of mind where you can make those choices. And I've described this previously in a podcast around how you're kind of, you're literally setting the playing field so that you can then perform, you know, you you can then go and perform. Yeah. But all of these things actually set the, the playing field, you know, the, put it in the best possible state Yeah, you it prime can be. it. Yeah. You're priming yourself and you're um, creating a level of balance. So that, it, it's, again, it's about having that time so that you, if you're choosing what you're going to do and what you, how you're going to react, you've you've got time. Yeah, the so okay and, contro- and self control. I I think it's giving. I was talking to a client about this today, and he was saying that the biggest gift he's got from doing the work is that he feels this great sense of empowerment now, that he's in control of his thoughts, his actions, his destiny, and he. Because he understands, like, I can go off and I can eat food that doesn't agree with me and I can drink loads of alcohol and I can feel bad and I accept feeling bad because I know what I did and I know that I chose it and I know that I cannot choose it. So I'm not at the mercy of my body. You're right. I'm in control. You've just, (coughs) excuse me, you've just answered the question I was about to ask, actually, or partially. Because one of the... One of my biggest frustrations is that I'm starting to gain this knowledge from speaking to, I feel in quite a privileged position, although, you know, I'll give myself the credit, I've put myself in this position of going and meeting, it's my journey, (laughs) of going and meeting a load of, you know, lots of different people who have got lots of different experiences and expertise in different areas. And I'm kind of picking up all these different things. Um, But... I was saying it as an example, but I genuinely did eat 10 Jaffa Cakes yesterday. Like, you know, I remember counting. I was thinking, oh, there's 10 in a pack, you know, and then they, and then, and, and then, then there were none. And then they were gone. And I was even going, I was even getting down to the finer detail of thinking. So, and this goes really hand in hand with what you've just said. So I now know, I believe, let's say, let's make it even stronger, that making more, um, appropriate choices making good choices better choices for myself um had i not eaten those 10 jaffa cakes i may have been in a better position to make better choices Mm -hmm. now if that's true and i do accept that i do think that is true i still did it Mm -hmm. so and that mouth pleasure of i even went down to the the minutiae kind of detail of do you know the thing I like about eating a Jaffa cake is actually the fact that the because of the softness of the I can't believe I'm saying this because of the softness <laughs> of the jelly 
again the contrast of the softness of the jelly against the thin crispiness of the so you actually get a crunch mm -hmm. of that chocolate that's the bit of a jaffa cake that i like probably more than the taste yeah. is my teeth making that crunch yeah. and so i was able to have that 10 times by yeah. eating 10 jaffa cakes and McVitie's have got your number. Yeah, massively. They know that. They're yeah. It's like, it's so designed I, I to make you eat 10. I love them and hate them. You know, like... <laughs> so, but I was like... I mean, unfortunately, my children were asleep, so I couldn't even offer them to... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, I, I suppose it's that... Um, how do I get the motivation? Where does that motivation come from so go back to, to not goal. do that? So you've got your outcome that you want. You're like, well, I'd like to live a life like this. I'd like to feel like that. I'd like to achieve these things. This is the life I aspire to and I'd like to create. Does eating those 10 Jaffa cakes yesterday take you off course from that? Well, yes, it does. Yes, it does. How far? Um, it, it's a blip, isn't it? It's a temporary setback, really. It doesn't take me massively off course. But is it a mistake? Is it? something that you can't recover from or that it delays your journey it delays the journey yeah okay yeah so given that time again would you make a different choice or would you make the same choice um i suppose it, i'd have to go back to the being in the supermarket and buying them i knew it was going to happen you know like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah at what point do we make the choice is yes yeah, so i but but, it, but yeah i suppose the choice is you know regardless of when it was that a choice was made okay. um I, I said that that's the pro that's the thing I have an issue with is that I think that, and forgive me if I'm taking it off the point here, but it's pleasure. It's a bit like that. I think that's the bit I have issue with. So I, it's a reward system. It's my own. I nearly swore then. But it's my own messed up <laughs> reward system of whether this comes from sharing a Mars bar between five people when I was a child. So I'm like, you know, between a family of five, yeah, my yeah. parents would cut it up into five, they have a bit of the Mars bar each. Like, so whether I'm kind of still rebelling against that now, I'm like, I can have ten! <laughs> I can have ten all to myself! You. you know, like, um, whether it still stems from that or whether I'm using that as a crutch, an excuse, whatever it is, it's like, I still treat myself, I see having some chocolate mm -hmm. as a treat for doing well or as a place to go when and I'm sad. And how often do you give yourself that treat? <laughs> is it a daily habit or uh, is it a one-off It's closer to a daily habit than a one-off. Okay. Uh, not necessarily 10 Jaffa cakes, but I'll, yeah, it's closer to, yeah. it's regularly. Yeah. Okay. So I would say if you do something and you're, it's a one-off, then it's not, it doesn't come in the realm of daily habit. And so you can, um, like I say, you can get away with it. You can do something, it's pleasure, it takes you off course, it's a treat, um, but ultimately it's still taking you to your goal. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something like that and it's more of a daily habit, then it, it isn't really a treat, it's a habit. Yeah. And so that habit is coming about because you're meeting a need in some way but it's not the way that's helping you get to your dream. Yeah, okay. And so you think, well, okay, well, let's just take that back. Why, what, what am I getting? What need am I meeting with this habit? And what habit would meet it better that actually is in line with my dream? Okay. 
So it's, it's about reframing it, isn't it? Yeah, and if you think about pleasure, we were talking about, um, in, a, in a previous conversation, we were talking about uh, short-term uh, want and desire, your, your, like your chimp brain, your limbic system, yeah. and then your long-term planning. And what happens all the time with anybody doing any endeavour is that we, we get waylaid by, I want it now. I want, yeah. I want this now oh. and you forget about that long term goal mm-hmm. even if the short term thing takes you off track because you want that pleasure in the moment Yeah, and that's usually a sign that the, the goal that you have in the future you don't revisit it often enough or that it's not strong enough or vibrant enough to keep you on track that's a, I think that's a very apt point I think that's a very, it's, that's very perceptive in terms of my specifics situation in that I'm not sure actually that my goal is quite is vivid enough if you like you know mm. it it isn't it isn't as clear as um if as you it don't have be. an emotional connection to what you're trying to the outcome you're trying to achieve then the chimp will win yeah okay because it's an emotional beast yeah yeah <laughs> so your limbic that system likes Jaffa it, cakes. It, yeah it does and you know McVitie's play to your chimp they don't play to you <laughs> yeah your aspirations to create great things and and be the best version of yourself you know that's I think the that's, other thing and that's where the frustration and the self and the um, frustration of it as well comes in for me and I don't know you know this is maybe going a little off subject but the frustration for me as well is I don't like being like a you know just like a dumb consumer that's just kind of like engaging with this advertising marketing kind of just like the the way we all do to some degree but like you know i, I don't know you don't you don't want to be like a clone do you you want no, you, you, a sheeple yeah a sheeple yeah i like <laughs> don't that be a sheeple <laughs> so 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 I've, I've I've rambled on about my specific things. So what are the things then in terms of um, you mentioned sleep, exercise is another one. I'm assuming that um, you know is a I know something you do, you do loads of exercise, don't you? Um, I do like my exercise, and historically and sometimes still I will do too much. Mm. So um, because that's my endorphins, that's my uh, that's my pleasure. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes I'll think. Oh, I'm just going to do an extra session. I'm just going to go a little bit further. I'm just going to lift that little bit more weight. And actually, that's not in line with my long-term goal. That's because right. I want to, you know, it's something that I do now. So you can do both. You can have too much, too little. Um, and so the, the daily habits are, um, there's a bit of planning involved and a bit of discipline involved um, where you're kind of saying, okay, so, and it always comes from the end goal. So why am I exercising? Because I want to feel healthy. I want to be pain-free. I want to have a lean body. Um, okay, so then the exercise that I do and the intensity that I do it at needs to be this, this, and this. Because mm-hmm. if I do too much, you mess up as a woman. You mess up your hormones and you mess up your adrenals and you get tired mm-hmm. um, or injured. Um, and it's it, that's not in line with my dream. I've got things to achieve and I need yeah. energy for my job and, and for the people that I serve. So yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So okay, so so. Tell me, so more... So if a person was thinking, my God, where do I start? Yeah. It's the very simple things. It's what time do you get up in the morning? What time do you go to bed at night? And then you just make them regular. Our bodies 
um, are naturally, we, we're supposed to like rise with the sun and go to bed with the moon <laughs> or when the sun goes down. Um, and, and we don't have that. We have electric lights, we have heating. And so we get out of a regular rhythm. Okay. Our bodies know what time we regularly eat every day. Yeah. And so the digestive juices come when you're ready to eat a meal because you're habituated to it. Yeah. But if you eat erratically, your body has no idea what it's doing and it's not ready to digest. And we eat at our desks and we do all these small things. So, you know, you're kind of you're working with one hand, you're kind of shoving a sandwich in with the other hand. Yeah. And you just, even if the food that you're eating is not great quality, you're not even getting the nutrition from that and you're stressing your digestive system out because you can't digest it. Mm. So the habit of going, it's my lunchtime, I'm going to sit, I'm going to look at my food, I'm going to notice the smells and the colours, <coughs> and I'm going to chew it until it's liquid. Yeah. That habit, daily, it, it's not the big things, it's the small things that help. And some of these things, you know, some of the things you're mentioning, pe people know this, you know, it's... And common sense isn't always common practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, amen to that. I mean, it's not, it's just, it's... It, it's actually harder than um, it's easier said than done definitely but it's not unachievable and it is about prioritising isn't it it's about um, you know when I've got this this um, thing that keeps coming up around people say I haven't got time and then it's like okay well you know if you break down your day mm -hmm. if you literally break down your day into the number of hours you spend doing X, Y, Z mm -hmm. and then you know you, you slot it into the, the times, you know, of when you're awake, etc. And actually, quite often, you've got quite a lot of time that you... Essentially, it's about prioritising. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, hang on. You're, you know, I watched three episodes of Mad Men last night. It's like, <laughs> okay, maybe I could have cut it down to two and, and, and you know, it, 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 gone to bed a bit earlier or whatever it is. Um, this is this This podcast is going to be like a chronological history of the different box sets I've been involved in <laughs> as I've gone through the different episodes it's quite funny really but but yeah but there is a theme um but but yeah it's about prioritizing it isn't it so yeah. when people say I haven't got time to and meditate it's, it's not just prioritizing your time because quite often you'll have the time but you don't have the energy and mm. you don't have the focus and you don't have the desire and that's where regulation comes in because we're talking about balance and we're talking mm. about being centred and having a choice. So it's not that you don't have time, it's just that you haven't planned out your time and your day and your energy well. And the lot, so. Which I fall into that trap constantly. So it's an ongoing yeah. Uh, practice. Pra yeah, I like the way you've avoided the word battle there. Um, <laughs> just just for the last five for the last five minutes. Yeah, I'd really like you to talk to me about self calibration, because um, we've when we've talked before, we've talked for hours about um, around these subjects, and self calibration was something that kept coming up, and you mentioned it at the beginning of the of this show, and so my understanding of what you're saying there is around it's about having that reflection, or it's about reflecting on. So if it is food, well, you tell me, you tell me, that'll be easier. Okay. We've lost the ability to know for ourselves what's good for us. And we are faced with a barrage of conflicting guidance. Follow the ketogenic diet, don't eat carbs, do you eat carbs, don't eat fat, do you eat fat? 
and it's very very confusing and in truth the only way out of that is to step back and say well if I eat carbs how do I feel and self calibrate that if I um, if I do too much exercise do or if I do this much exercise how do I feel mm -hmm. if I go to bed at this time how do I feel if I eat three meals a day how do I feel if I eat five meals a day do I feel better and always be willing to experiment with something and then notice how it serves your long-term goal that's the key so how does it make you feel brilliant I just that 10 Jaffa cakes <laughs> does that serve mm. my long-term goal yeah I like I, I I really like it because it puts the ownership of it and it, it empowers the person themselves entirely and it is about knowing yourself isn't it so you go you know you go like um i've had a wonderful person i'd love to introduce you to her one day um lady called kim adams um and she's a nutritional therapist but and she came on and she spoke about nutrition and then she did we did another show around sleep mm -hmm. um and it was really interesting that she was saying um she said so how often do you think you should sleep or how long and i went well you know seven to eight hours it's a bit of a nightmare because I usually get about six and a half. Mm -hmm. And I think straight away she was kind of like, I think this was on the show, it might have been out off, off of it, but she said, well, but where are you getting this idea that you need between seven and eight hours? Mm -hmm. And where are you getting the idea that they have to be consecutive and they have to be at this time? She was like, it doesn't necessarily work like that. Mm -hmm. I think she kept saying to me, are you Victorian? <laughs> like, <that's laughs> this is about the way eat, eating as well. She was saying, this whole kind of, I have three meals a day, because I just always have, you know, yeah. and it's like, well, actually, is that the best thing for me? Yeah. And um, one of my friends actually, um, we always we always have a laugh because she will always eat at eleven and three, and they're the they're the, they're the times of day that she will eat, mm -hmm. and it's like, what? Well, no one does that, you know, but it works for her. Uh -huh. And so I just like this idea that it's not like, you know, again, it's not like we're clones. We're not sheeple, yeah. you know, that, that go along and go, well, bear, you know, it's half past six, oh, yeah. it's time for my tea. It's like, well, that might not be the best thing. So actually try something different. Try what you're eating, yes, um, but maybe the, the amount of it as well mm -hmm. is another big thing. All these different things that actually, if you think about them as building blocks, yeah. you know, you can just, there's, there's a million different combinations. Yeah, and but, the biggest thing that you can do is to listen yeah so listen to yourself you mean yeah 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 listen to yourself and and be open to to being flexible and changing and trying different things but ultimately it comes back to does that work for you like what's the outcome that you get does it lead to where you want it to go yeah i mean and, and i there are aspects of my life you know i talk about the jaffa cakes and I'll quite often, for the purposes of the podcast, really, um, talk about the negative things in, in, in the things I feel I can improve on. Mm. But, but I like so. But positively speaking, I do yoga every morning. Yeah. And actually, if I don't do yoga every morning, if I don't do yoga in the morning, I feel it. Yeah. I really feel yeah, it during the day, but not just physically. Uh -huh. I feel, and it's not like it's because it's in my mind, and I'm thinking, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yeah. I will, you know, a feeling will come over me, and I'll think. I know that's because I didn't do yoga this morning. I didn't have that time of just on my own, in my own thoughts, or even if I do listen to a music or something, mm -hmm. or a podcast, like, it's still, it's my time, and it does stretch out my body, and it does, it definitely does something to me mentally as well. Mm -hmm. So there are things, you know, 
I do feel like I personally I have these kind of building blocks um but I but I've really enjoyed we've come to the end again I really enjoyed talking to you about this stuff because it it kind of it inspires me to actually try something new it's the possibility yeah the possibility that there's something practical easy a tweak that you yeah. can do that will underpin everything else you're trying to do it just makes life easier yeah you know they're, they're a little bit of planning and a little bit of application and they ultimately like make life easier fantastic you've also um usually i'm drinking a colby's coffee <laughs> i've just had a i've had a cup of chai it was really nice it was delicious <laughs> chai tea yeah it's really nice tell us very quickly then um we've come to the end we're going to wrap it up but um tell us very quickly about the tweaks uh, so the 10 tweak challenge is a free video course that lasts 10 days um, you can sign up to it on my website which is claire-smith.co.uk and you simply get a five minute video with a single tweak which is one of these practical easy tips that you can put into your day and you can put one in you can put three in you can put four in yeah. and then just see what difference it makes and listen and self-calibrate sounds absolutely brilliant thank you so much for coming on again uh, and for hosting me i've come to your place yes. your studio it's cool <laughs> i like it um right thank you guys out there for listening again as always um please follow me on twitter at m-e-n-t-a-l-c-o-n-v-s mental comms um and another episode of mental conversations will be winging its way to you soon thanks ever so much claire thank you